Get up in the morning slaving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be fed. Podcast number 344, entitled The Israelites. And the song, the excerpt of which you just heard, is Desmond Decker's 1969 hit single, The Israelites. And the subject of the cast is uh, arising from the sudden and unexpected passing of someone I knew very well, long, long ago, and the distinction in reflecting on this person between reality and interpretation. I hope that the cast is going to give you a um, kind of a window into looking at your own history and your own um, recollections of what is true in your own history, and it's positive assimilation into the narrative and the reality of your life now that is not so laden with interpretive and subjective um, sort of currents that it overcomes what actually happened. And we want to first, when analyzing our own experience and our aspirations, let alone our failures, we need to remember and get a clear eye on what actually happened versus on what we think or believe or like to think or imagine happened. Now, that may sound obvious, but it's, um, it's not at all obvious in experience. And it also solves the synoptic problem because the cast, this is a, a spiritual cast. It's a cast that relates to how do we know God, especially theologically, and how do we solve the synoptic problem? But let me get to that in just a moment. The um, uh, 
what was striking as I reflected on this person, um, whom, as I said, I knew very well once and cared for very um, personally, um, is the distinction between the music that uh, I associate. Because immediately when I heard this news, I went back in my heart and mind to the album by The Who from uh, 19... Um, 69, 70, really, um, yeah, 70, entitled Who's Next? Baba O'Reilly, Won't Get Fooled Again, Behind Blue Eyes, Going Mobile, um, and uh, that was the music that was at the absolute apex of my experience of this uh, person. Um, I, uh, it just hit me. I happened to, that was around, but I was uh, immediately associated with um, this person in history, my own history. Um, but if you had asked the person what um, their um, uh, musical uh, window was at that time, they would have said something completely different. They would have said uh, Otis Redding's single, Dock of the Bay, which seemed to sum up everything that this person sort of felt inwardly, um, quite different from Baba O'Reilly. And also this person would have said anything by Paul and Linda McCartney, who was sort of the idol for this person, uh, and especially their album Ram, which I think is from March 1971 release. Hands across the water, the water. Remember Admiral Halsey? And um, Uncle Albert, we're so sorry, Uncle Albert. But my <clears throat> point was, I was bringing to it the um, very male um, <clears throat> rhythm of uh, power dynamic to me of the first song on the first side and the first song on the second side of who's next. But the person itself, they would have come at it differently. So if I want to really analyze the person, if I'm trying to figure out how did this person get from one stage of life to another, or how did this person in youth end up to be the person that has died recently after all these years, I have to start with um, Uncle Albert and um, Doc of the Bay, <clears throat> not with my own strong thing. So when I was doing sort of a playlist, uh, concerning the person, you know, immediately I go to music like a lot of guys do. I'm really not alone in that, I believe. Uh, it's less common among women. It just is. They have other associative mechanisms. But for the most part, there are exceptions, of course, in both cases. But guys just go towards the musical moment of phosphorus. Uh, the music is a moment, as I've said in the cast, of touches a moment in your life of bright phosphorescent um, um, uh, explosion when you were suddenly something opened in you, something something opened in your heart, something opened and in accessibility. There was an explosion of accessibility due to the openness of your heart created by feeling, rushes of feeling, and that becomes a um, memorable and enduring moment <clears throat> because of the emotion. And it happened that like uh, Luke uh, hitting the point of uh, accessibility, as small as it was in the Death Star and Star Wars, the song, in this case, um, Baba O'Reilly, let's say, hit me, but it, it hit somebody else in another way. So, but I've got to look at the phosphorus uh, also as it might have been in their life if I want to understand, if I want to understand that I'm deeply concerned right now to understand uh, what has happened and what led to um, what has happened and all the many decades that I was not in contact and uh, trying to uh, go there. But I, I have to start with the facts, ma'am, not my interpretation, which inevitably leads to mistakes. Uh, somebody was 
saying something about this person and giving me a, a, some anecdotes that were alarming to me. Um, and then um, um, I uh, happened to find in a file connected uh, to this experience a note that completely contradicted what I was being told. I mean, it was really very funny. This I've been getting a, 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 an interpretation that probably was rooted in something that was said. I'm sure it was. Uh, it was rooted in some reality, but then I, I uh, found uh, evidence, uh, written evidence completely to the contrary, and I sent a copy of it to the person who told me the negative, and the great answer from the person was, you know, you never can tell. It goes to show you never can tell. Uh, it 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 uh, interpretation versus reality, and I want you to think about that for your own life. Look back, uh, look back at your college years, or your early married life, or your courtings, or your dating relationships, or whatever it was, or your mother and father. And you'll often this is when a, your parents die. You often come across things that are very surprising. You you suddenly find something about your mother, or your father that you had no idea uh, of uh, who they really were because you were seeing it through the lens, obviously, as their child. Now, where does it relate to the synoptic problem. There were two um, German uh, New Test- uh, Old Testament scholars who were probably the greatest uh, Old Testament scholars, really most formative of the, uh, and I would say creative, but also brilliantly analytical uh, of the uh, 20th century. And um, one was named Martin Noth, Martin Noth, N-O-T-H, and one was called Gerhard von Rad, Gerhard von Rad. And they, um, one of them uh, came up with a very brilliant kind of hypothesis that I believe was abs- more than an hypothesis, so based on observation, this idea that if you wanted to understand what had happened in the Old Testament, you, you had to focus on the place names, and a place name, Beersheba, let's say, or Dan, uh, or... Um, the Valley of Armageddon, uh, or some part of some place, the city of David, you, you, um, the place was not defining. It was what had happened. If you wanted to know what really, uh, you know, when something very important happened in connection with Moses and the people were dazzled by some divine epiphanic experience they had in a certain place, they would then memorialize the place. They'd put rocks on it. They'd erect an altar to the Lord, like, uh, um, when, uh, uh, Jacob and the, um, uh, the the, uh, uh, the heavenly ladder coming down um, in the thigh and the battle with the angel. He erected an altar at the place, and the after long after he's gone, uh, physically speaking, the place because it was something happened there is in memory, and then gradually, like um, uh, iron, uh, like a magnet with iron on a table, bits of iron or mercury, the uh, the place attracts tremendous interest in other generations, and then it becomes a place of pilgrimage. Hebron, for example, in Israel, and uh, it, it's not the place; it's the um, it's what happened that was formative to people at a moment of incredible phosphorus. This is why, by the way, people who talk about you know the beauty of place or the grandeur of place or the eternity of place or the sacral character of place are mistaken in experience. It's not the place. It's what happened to you at the place. Similarly, it, it's not the song, Desmond Decker's The Israelites, Martin Noth, Gerhard von Rad, and The Israelites. No, it's what, it's what, where I was when I heard the song, or rather, who I was when I heard the song. Who I was because the feelings in me had burst my heart like a, a chest burster. Uh, my normally uh, rational exterior that everybody has at some level, my control persona had been sort of uh, broken into from within, had opened up, and then there was a movement um, 
in uh, the, of, of uh, powerful. Uh, whatever was happening came into me, and in this case, it was a song, the Israelites, or, you know, was it the song? I mean, was I into reggae? Did I understand it as Decker was? No, but something was going on with me that hit me um, absolutely between the between the heart, between the, the ventricles, between the aorta and the, uh, you know, where the aneurysm is to be located, the, those are the, the valve. And um, that's what, if I want to understand my life, I go back to the points of phosphorus, but it's not the place, it's not Kenyon College or Harvard College or uh, Georgetown University or University of North Carolina or Bennington College uh, or Agnes Scott College or wherever it was. It's the person that you were at those places and the, the, that attracts the music, that attracts the movies, that you remember the movie. I remember the movie that I saw two nights before I got married to Mary. It was American Graffiti and I'd come back from England and suddenly I saw American Graffiti, which is unbelievable. And Cindy Williams looked just like Mary and her smile was just like Mary. So it's not that it's such a great movie, although it is a great movie, but I was so open those, that just before getting married to Mary, I was so open and going to see American Graffiti at a theater in Orlando or near where this was all happening, it, that entered into it. So American Graffiti is a, is a moment of phosphorus, not because of the movie, but because of who I was at the time. Similarly, if you want to find out where Jesus, the truth about Jesus, go to the place names. Go to Cana, which is impossible to find, but go to something like Cana. There was a place something like Cana, Nazareth. Um, go to the uh, healing the blind man, the pool of Bethesda. That's why it's so powerful today to go to the pool of Bethesda because it's honored. There's a crusader church, St. Anne's Church there, because it attracted to itself like a magnet attracting bits, uh, dislocated, uh, diffuse pieces of grains of iron. It attracts it. And then so you know that something important happened there, that archaeologists find a place of significance uh, in uh, they they find a place of significance by looking at what was built around it. You, it's almost like if you want to find out where Jesus was, you look at the the atritus of the generations past, like the Romans built a temple over uh, Bethlehem where Jesus was born. That's how archaeologists know that he had to have been born there, because nobody would have built a temple there if there hadn't been strong associations which needed to be, as it were, transformed or quashed even, or destroyed the same as the Holy Sepulchre. We know that Jesus was buried and in my firm belief, rose from the dead at the place of the Holy Sepulchre because the Romans had found out that that's where everybody, the, the, the magnet for all this devotion, the place of pilgrimage. And so they built a temple there. So go to where the, the, the magnet has attracted, which is usually a place in your life, a time in your life. And back to the uh, thing at the present, the um, illumination for me. In looking at, uh, let's say, a person whom uh, one knew very well and cared for very deeply, who has uh, gone ahead, um, there's evidence now, which I didn't know, it was not part of, because I simply wasn't in contact, or 20 years ago, the same. But there was evidence in an early period, and I was talking to someone who knew the person at the same period that I knew them and had exactly the same feelings. The person that we knew was such and such, had this and that, a symptom of uh, wonderfulness or of character or of penetration or of uh, fun or of brilliance or of uh, um, ability to do great amounts of work uh, or just sheer attractiveness in whatever form you want to put that. Uh, and so the person with whom I spoke, we were like two archaeologists who had had found the same discovery. We, we had found the same th thing and we were rejoicing in the discovery, not the interpretation 
can't get fooled again by the who, but rather the actuality. Um, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey, hands across the water. Um, and those uh, are the accurate uh, truths. So make the distinction, my dear beloved friends, between interpretation. You might actually go back to something that you've been thinking about recently, some experience that's been on your mind, and um, ask what was really being played on the stations versus just what I f- remember being played? What was the actual music that was being played? What, what is the actual movie I saw? And you'll be much closer to the truth of your life. And then you can, you can, because that's where God was, you see, that's where God was and still is. He's, he's there in the memory because it's part of you, your heart, your chest burst, but in a non John Hurt, uh, way, uh, in Alien, the movie, what, 1981, 1980, that's not the way uh, it happened. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, that's what happened. It was the, your chest burst from inside through a rush of feeling, and then in came a rush of external stimuli, which you connect with that, and that's how you understand the historical Jesus. That's when you go to the Sea of Galilee, where that big church is, and the... Um, the uh, what is it, the western, southwestern side of the Sea of Galilee, because uh, something happened there, and that's what to concentrate on. So we've solved the synoptic problem, haven't we? We've solved the problem of the history of the uh, Old Testament, or Hebrew Scriptures, as they're called today, and we um, have solved the problem of our own life by uh, beginning a work of uh, proper archaeology, uh, which will uh, root us in those truths about our life that are most important. Thank you so uh, very much. And I dedicate the cast to the person about whom I have been uh, mourning, uh, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, but the name shall remain uh, God's uh, own name of belovedness and serenity and internal peace. Thank you so much. God bless.
lazy flowers.